Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, it's another edition of Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning. You can find Kevin online from anywhere at insightfolios.com. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for taking the time to join us this week. we got a great show on the way today as we're going to talk about why people don't visit a financial advisor. What are the barriers there? That should be fun. We're also going to pack your financial suitcase. You heading out on any trips this summer? Well, we've got a good segment to go along with that and maybe spark some imagination and some ideas about retirement while you prepare for your next trip. All that and more straight ahead. Kevin, what's going on in your world? Well, it's turning out to be a nice summer here, Walter. That's good. Just I know we talked about a little bit earlier, but we just had our client event with a big barbecue. We had ribs. We had you know, pulled chicken, pulled pork. We had all the good stuff. Everybody had a good time. And Lou, I know you're listening, so we're looking at the sound bites just for you to change it, aren't we, Walter? That's right. Yes. yes. Lou, <laughs> Lou was at the client event, and he was like, I want some new commercials, guys. Uh, <laughs> we're taking requests. If you want new commercials, let us know. Yeah, e- e- was... Email Kevin. <laughs> so, Lou, I hope you're laughing right now, like you were at the party. So <laughs> <laughs> Lou, we're going to come up with some more, uh, some more fun commercials to hopefully mix it up yeah. a little bit for you. But we had a good time. We had about 120 people there, Walter. It was a good day. It wasn't near as hot as last year. Last year we had it. It was the hot day of the year this year was more comfortable more of a little breeze we even had somebody swimming so we're at the flying is that pig. right that's yep. awesome the flying pig's a great venue for anybody's looking to rent out a place just for have a party or whatever it is but that's a super spot the flying pig excellent and what was your uh do you have a favorite of the barbecue options well you know uh the pulled chicken was oh. to me was you know really really good i had the ribs so many times um, because we use the local guy here. And I didn't do the ribs this time because I wanted to try the pork and the chicken. But the pork was really good. But the chicken was was crazy good. And um, I don't know how he kept it so moist so long. And I even ate it the next day to tell you how good it was. So oh, that's, that's great. That, yeah. It was really good, yeah. Very nice. Well, it must have been re- it, to have pulled chicken stand out even against good old ribs is uh, means it was pretty good. Well, the ribs, I'm sure, were good, but I didn't try them this time because I just had them a couple You've of had days them a before. Lot. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. thought nice. I'd try something different. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, glad that the client event went well for you, Kevin, and hope everybody had a fantastic time out there. I'm sure they definitely did. If you were there, my friend, uh, and the good company that you always provide, so um, great stories, I'm sure, from that event abound. Very good. Well, we had a good time. Even the sensational Stacy, she didn't seem to sit much either. She was she was moving around just like a. A mouse at night. Nice. <laughs> Keep, keeping keeping her busy and having she, some fun, too. She, she was having fun, yeah. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Well, hey, let's uh, dive into our show this week. Hope everybody had a great week and enjoyed maybe a shortened week, perhaps, with the 4th of July midweek and took in some fireworks or at least some sort of festivities and had a safe celebration of the holiday. And now we turn our attention to the rest of the summer. Uh, we might try to answer a few listener questions later on as well, so stay tuned for all of that. If you've got any questions as we go through the show today, don't hesitate to reach out to Kevin. The number is 888-885-PLAN. That's it. 
888-885-PLAN. All right, so why people don't visit a financial advisor. We're going to go over some of the common reasons why that happens. And some of these may be valid and may be a good thing to kind of have in the back of your mind. But others perhaps are barriers that need to be worked around or figured out or understood a little bit more deeply. So let's dive in here, Kevin. The first one on the list is a lack of trust. Uh, why might people hesitate to trust someone else with their hard-earned money? What's usually at the root of that distrust? Well, you you said the key word, their hard-earned money. So people, you know, accumulate when they're younger, and then they get closer to retirement, and they have this money that they've accumulated, and then they watch something called The Wolf of Wall Street. You ever seen that one? <laughs> that, that, that movie, yes. Uh-huh. Or how about uh, Wall Street itself? Wasn't that Gordon Gecko? That's right. A little, little bit older, but yeah, a lot yeah. of people have seen that, I'm sure. And then we hear about guys like Bernie Madoff, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, all the all of the stuff you're you're, you're hearing out there and you're seeing, you know, a few bad apples ruin the rest of the of the bushel, as they say. And I think that's where it comes from, you know, the lack of trust. And you know, when I first started doing this 31 years ago, the common word was insurance huckster. Insurance huckster. Huckster, you know. I remember a couple of people, oh, you're one of those insurance hucksters. Once I well, that's part of what I do, but I'm not I'm not a huckster by all means. (laughs) But I think it's like that used car salesman tag, you know, a few of us because you got a few bad apples out there and it taints the rest of us. And I think, you know, the lack of trust comes from, you know, the big cases you hear on TV or you hear in the media and or you maybe watch it on the movies. I remember a good friend of mine. He was adamant that I had to watch the Wolf, the Wolf on Wall Street. That was Leonardo. Wasn't that Leo? That was in that one. Wolf of Wall Street was DiCaprio. Yes. Yeah. yeah, DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's. I'm like, well, none of the people that I hang around with, all us financial advisors, we're not anything like that. So you can't, you can't think that all of us are like that. Just like I said, a few bad apples, and I think that lack of trust has been there for a long, long time. I think it's hard to overcome because every once in a while you hear about some. Some person out there, some advisor out there has took advantage of somebody and it's constant, it seems like, in the news. So it's just tough to overcome. But for the majority of us financial advisors, we're good upstanding citizens, uh, just like the majority of um, other people and other you know, occupations out there. So don't, you know, don't get caught up in the hype of you know, a few bad apples. And if you're in a position where you think you need to help, then you know, just reach out. And I'm, think, I'm, I'm sure that you'll, you'll be happy you did. Yeah, Huckster Kev is not your nickname, right? No, no, Huckster <laughs> Kev. Yeah, that's no, no. Well, it's got a good little, good little yeah, ring to it. It, but it no. kind of does. Yeah, we, we, we won't go that route now. Uh, and I think you can tell. You know, you kind of can trust your gut in those situations. I feel like if you feel like you're dealing with a huckster. That tends to, don't you feel like whenever you meet somebody like that in life, you kind of get that little sixth sense going on in the back of your mind, like, eh, something's not right here. It's funny you mention that, Walter, because we had what we call a wholesaler stop in my office because I wanted to learn about a certain product. And that's exactly what comes to the back of my mind. He's just a huckster. He's pushing all of this stuff. And uh, I, I don't know. I just don't deal well in that arena there. But, um, I mean, he was a good guy. Don't get me wrong. It was just the way he come about it and yeah. the way he, he explained it i'm like it's not, like this product that he was explaining was the best thing since sliced apples and it fixed everything which of course right. it doesn't. that's a big red flag yeah. so that's the big red flag right there and that's what you should be careful of yeah yeah let's let's just talk more realistically about the product or about the plan and see yeah. see what's what and i just read this morning some silver guy Built sounds like about 120 million dollars out of people who thought they had the silver there and it's not there no more. Really, and it's gone. So I mean, all of those things out there 
tend to lead people down that road. Now, another reason why people won't work with a financial advisor, and this one's pretty common, is is the perceived cost. I mean, some folks just think that, oh, well, working with an, I, I'm not, I don't qualify to work with a financial advisor. It's going to cost way too much money, or they don't work with folks like me, right? Well, there is this perceived notion out there that, hey, you know, first of all, a lot of people think before they come into my office, you know, I got to have a million dollars or more, and that's that's not even that's not even true. That's not even uh, f- factual in our office because we like to help everybody. So the expensive part is how much is it going to cost you if you don't get help versus how much is it going to cost you if you try to do it yourself type thing. I think that's what people need to look at. So we're looking at you know, long-term value. If you get in a good relationship with an advisor, they're going to help you save on taxes. They're going to help you, you know, save on, on interest rates on other things. Let me give you an example. Walter, I had somebody come in, in our office they have $300,000 sitting in the bank right now. And I said, what, what is this for? You know, because normally we say, what is it, Walter? And you got that much money sitting in the bank. Well, like emergency f- or like lazy money. You got too lazy, much money, lazy money, right. Sitting around. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's lazy money, but it's not getting fat. And that could, that's exactly what's happening here. But they were going to need it in the next year or year and a half. So part of my advice was go down to the local bank, which we have here, and go down and see the person that I always recommend. And you can get almost 4% in a money market account. Now that was on 300,000, so what's, Walter, here's a math question. What's 4% on um, 300,000? 4% on 300,000 would be $12,000. $12,000, that's what they were walking away from. So that was part of my advice, did I charge for that? No, why did I give them that advice? Because I'm doing this, generally I tell people to do is what I'm doing myself. And I you know, I can show people most of the time when they come in the office that you're throwing away dollars. And that's just one particular instance. Another person, same thing, and taxes. You know, did I charge for tax advice? No. So when you go to a good financial advisor, they're gonna give you all of this expertise that they have and they're gonna guide you through you know what you're trying to accomplish and then most of the time we can trim costs we can trim expenses and we can save you money in the long term and get you on track and get you that planning that you're done so don't think that cost is keeping you you know from going to an advisor don't think that if you don't have a million dollars that there's uh, we're not going to look at you because we are there there are no minimums in our office walter so you know pick up the phone give us a call and we'd be happy, you know, more than happy to help you um, get on into your retirement and get you to and through. The number to call is 888-885-PLAN. Again, 888-885-7526. It costs nothing to have an initial conversation with Kevin and go through a little bit of what the planning process would look like, get to know Kevin a little bit more, let him, most importantly, get to know your situation a little bit and see where he might be able to help you better prepare for retirement so that you can eventually save money, save time, save headaches, save effort in the future and have a really solid financial plan that you can understand and implement effectively so that you can achieve all of the goals that you have in retirement. If you're in the Tri-City area, especially in Pinconning, that's where the office is. It's easy and convenient to come by, say hello, and have that conversation. Or you can do it over Zoom or uh, you know digitally if you prefer. The number to call once again to set up that time to chat. And if you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 885 
888-825-7526. We're talking about why people don't visit a financial advisor, in case you're just tuning in. A couple of the reasons we've covered so far, lack of trust and the perceived cost of doing it all. Also, people have a do-it-yourself mentality many uh, times, Kevin, uh, when they're working their way through their investing lives. Perhaps they've you know kind of picked their own mutual funds or done a little bit of their own research, and so they maybe just don't think they need the help because they're a DIYer. Well, some people, there are some good do-it-yourselfers, uh, Walter, but for the majority of people, if you Google right now, Walter, if you were to Google, because I know you have your computer. Yeah, me, you know I'm always on it. The best financial, or the best mutual fund. How many, how okay. many hits do you get? The best mutual fund. Enter. We have 280 million results. So how long is it going to take you to go through everyone? Mm, definitely a, a little while. A little while, right? <laughs> and you're going to get different opinions, right? Because none of them are factual. They're just somebody's right. opinion. Right. Yeah, well, I found this interesting, too. Different opinions, but then you also get a lot of the same opinion from all different sources. And so then you start going, okay, well, are all these people in cahoots? Like, why... They're all picking this. They're all telling me the same thing. Maybe not the same mutual funds, but then sometimes you Google something, right? And you're just getting the same thing over and over when you kind of want a diversity of opinions. So it kind of well, can hurt you both ways. That and then look on your screen and what are the top three things? I'm I'm going to guess that they're okay. ads. Uh, let's see. Yes, we have uh, a Morning Star ad is the very first thing that's popped up there, yeah. and then something from Bank Rate and Forbes. Looks like. So do you think that they're giving you the best? advice or they want you to come to their site and then do something with what information you're looking yeah for. with what they're providing yeah right they right. even say here are some popular mutual funds to buy just from just google is already indexing that for us so here right. here you go right. and they all happen to be vanguard or fidelity it looks like yeah mm -hmm. so if you just googled what you did i'm assuming they're going to lead you down one road but what if you're going into retirement do you necessarily need that best mutual fund or do you need something that's going to provide income Maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's not the best advice, yeah. right? Yeah, there's so, no personalization to that search no, in these responses, no. right? Well, yeah. And then what about your life events? So you're googling that. You think you're going to figure it out, but hey, you know, all of a sudden I I need a pool. I need a roof. I'm going on vacation. All of those things need to be built in a plan. So doing it yourself most of the time, you know, just like going to the doctor, you're not going to do it yourself. You're, you're going to eventually end up to a doctor because most of the time you can't diagnose yourself. I'm thinking the same thing's happening here unless you, you know, you've, you've done it for a long time and you're very good at it. I think that you it should at least get a second opinion on what you're doing and it'll probably save you time and dollars going forth and it'll probably give you more confidence. Most people are looking for when they come into our office by visiting somebody you can get you know maybe retire one or two years earlier that's not necessarily a bad thing right walter no not at all yeah. so this is what happens continuously and you come into our office people are usually better off than what they think so don't let the you know you do it yourself that you don't need an advisor at least get a second opinion and make sure that you're doing things right and then take some adjustments from there good points across the board there kevin and by the way just to finish off your little uh, little google experiment so we had what a couple hundred million results from the best mutual fund search so yep. i said well let me change that and so i put in quotes and did best mutual fund for walter storholt to see right like yep. i want the personalized advice uh zero results for that one so Zero results, huh? Zero. I have zero for best mutual fund for Walter. How about Kevin Ray? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Mm, zero as well. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they don't know the best mutual fund for you, Kevin, or for nope. me. 
So there you go. Good illustration. Uh, all right. So lack of trust, perceived cost, do-it-yourself mentality, a couple of the barriers for why you wouldn't work with a financial advisor. What about misunderstanding kind of just what you do, Kevin, like what the advisor's role is in this whole equation of retirement? Do you find that that's a disconnect that's common? Yeah, sometimes because people, you know, sometimes people come in our office, Walter, with their guard up. You know, you can tell when people come into the guard up because they're sure. afraid I'm going to push this or that or you know, make them sign it. Well, I'll give an example. I had a guy come in the other day and we went through his planning process and he says, you don't want my passwords? I'm like, well, no, why? You don't want my passwords on my account? You're not going to make me sign papers? No, why would I do that? Well, because the place he was at before wanted all his passwords, wanted him to sign an agreement right up front without really getting into the planning process. I'm like, no, no, no. You know, my role here as, as, as an advisor to help you is let's understand what you're trying to do. Let's understand when you want to retire, all these bucket list items that you want to do, and let's finish the plan first. Once we finish the plan, I was telling him, once we finish the plan and I understand where you're going, then I'll come up with some recommendations and then we can discuss whether you want to work with me or not. It's not the other way around. And I think people have that misunderstanding that once you go into an advisor's office, they're really going to hammer you until you sign something or you give over passwords like in this particular instance. That's just not the case when you come to our office. We need to understand where you're going. We need to understand all the things, all the parameters that you're trying to do. And then we build that simplicity plan that we talk about all the time. And then the simplicity plan will, will give us a very specific number. And then that's when the recommendation starts. So it's not come in one time and we need you to sign documents. We need you to, no, no, we, we want to do a thorough process. We want to, you know, get you in line to get, get you to retirement so that you can get to and through retirement with the confidence that you're looking for. It's a great point. A lot of people do think, uh, you know, oh, okay, this sounds nice. I can just meet with this advisor one time and get my plan. It really shouldn't be a one meeting kind of process planning for retirement, right? Like there's needs to be a little bit of analysis and some back and forth and consideration and a couple of visits to make sure that all the different, you know, I's are dotted and T's are crossed. Well, I tell everybody that comes in the office, we're at, think picture funnel, we're at the top right now. We're just throwing things in there. We need to narrow it down until we get to where you think this is where you want to go in retirement. Once we get to the end of that funnel, then all the re- you know, then we can start doing the real planning and the real fun stuff, as I put it. I'll give you the contact number to reach Kevin in just a moment, but let's hit one more example, Kevin, because I think this one's important. I want to make sure we include it. Why people don't visit a financial advisor. Reason number five here is a fear of judgment, and this holds a lot of people back. They may think that, oh, I didn't do as well as I thought I should have done over my savings life, or maybe, oh, I won't have as much money as the person that came in previously, and so, I don't know, I'm, they're going to judge judge me that I wasn't, uh, you know, handling my money the proper way, you know, with X, Y, and Z over here. Do you see a lot of people kind of paralyzed by that fear of judgment a little bit? I do. Not not necessarily a lot, but I'd say maybe, well, maybe 50%. I guess that is a lot. Is That's it? a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So 50% will come in and then, you know, they're fearing that I'm judging them against the person who just left the office, let's say. And most of the time when we sit down, we start doing that planning process. You can see the fear in their eyes. They're sitting across the table where I'm up on my big Dell 65-inch screen and we're putting their plan together. 
And then as I'm explaining it, once we get all the numbers in there, then you can see the fear leave because they finally realize, hey, you know, I'm not as bad a shape as I thought. And I think that's what most people are focused on when they come in the office. I'm, I'm a lot worse than what I actually think I am. And of those 50%, I would probably say 90% or further ahead than what they thought. Now, there are people for whatever reason that, you know, I'll have the conversation with, hey, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to work longer, save more, or something's got to change because it's just not going to work based on what's going on now. But for the majority of people, that isn't the case. And when we come in, we sit down and we start doing that planning process. You know, you can see their eyes lighten up. You can see the relief, you know, leave their shoulders, the stress leave their shoulders. And they're like, wow, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize I was that, you know, that good off as, as far as retirement planning go. So if that's you and you're, you're afraid to come into an advisor's office, you're afraid to come into my office because you think we're going to judge you. That's not what we're here for. We're here to help you. We're here to get you to retirement. We're here to get you through retirement. And that's what I love doing. I love this income planning. I love getting people to retirement, doing it 32 years. And that's why I continue to do it, Walter. I'm 62 years old and I don't plan on retirement because this is fun for me. I enjoy helping people. And if that's you and you want the help, you need somebody to reach out to, give our office a call. I'd be happy to sit down with you and go through that process. And probably I can say nine times out of 10, you'll walk out of the office feeling much better than when you walked in. All right. Very good. Well, if you have questions about your financial plan, how to best prepare for retirement and anything in between those two points uh, related to your finances, Kevin's there to help provide assistance, a sounding board, uh, kind of whatever role you need there. But in the grand scheme of things, it's all about getting that plan in place so that you can get to and through retirement and accomplish your goals. And if you want to reach out to Kevin directly and have that conversation, you can do that by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's it, 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note, and Kevin and the sensational Stacy will follow back up with you uh, to help set up that time to visit, either remotely or in person in the office in Pinconning. Kevin has over three decades of experience helping people plan getting to and through retirement, so if you've got questions, he's a great resource to turn to in the area. 888-885-PLAN is that number. Once more, 888-885-7526. Much more coming up on today's show, so stay tuned. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Let's see what people are saying about Simply Financial. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. We're going to do something a little different in our next segment here as we are chatting with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios based in Pinconning. Find Kevin online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button. You can ask questions, listen to past episodes of the show, and more. Kevin's the co-author of the book Navigating Through Retirement. And Kevin, I know in the book you have great stories, great information, but you know stats also abound in the financial world. thought it would be interesting for the next couple of minutes here. I've got some updated stats from the world of finance and retirement. wanted to toss these to you just in case people happen to come across these stats themselves, maybe reading an article about retirement or financial websites and that kind of thing. Maybe you can just put these things into context for us. Like, What's important about these stats or what do they maybe tell us about our preparation for retirement. That sound good to you? Sure. Let's try it. All right. Let's give it a roll. Uh, here's one. So this one had to do particularly with women. Uh, women are 27% more likely than men to have no retirement savings. 
What does that tell you? No retirement savings? No retirement savings. Women are 27% more likely than men to be in that category. Well, a couple of things come to mind, Walter. What do you think, first of all? Why, why do you think that is? Well, I hear that. I think that, you know, um, maybe just traditionally, right, women aren't as involved in the finances of yep, the yep. home um, compared to maybe men. And so then it, the fact now that women are living longer and become widows and the divorce obviously is at a, at a huge high right now, it's leaving women with a lot of, you know, a solo in life and now finding themselves with no retirement savings because it just wasn't something they were plugged into. Well, that we see all of the above what you had just stated, Walter. So that's the great reason, you know, and I can, I can't think very much of when, let's say just a single lady comes into the office. Normally it's, you know, it's husband and wife, and normally the husbands are doing the majority of the planning. And that's why it's critical for the women to get involved in this. Because like you said, if you're going to become a widow, you're going to all of a sudden have all these decisions to make. So if you're sitting on the sidelines, I encourage you not to do that. If you're sitting on the sidelines, just because you have no interest in it, or you, you just haven't, you know, had the taste for it, don't do that because sooner or later it's going to come the day where you're going to need to retire. And typically, like like we said, you know, the men have taken charge over this, but I think we're starting to see a change in this area where we're getting a few more women coming in because they want to retire and they're going to go through. So let's take my mom and dad's generation, Walter. Normally, you know, my mom and dad's generation, um, I'll give you an example. My dad worked at General Motors. My mom stayed home, took care of his kids. And when we left, mom went to work part-time for something to do. But she never really got involved into the, uh, you know, the investment portion of it. So now my mom has passed, unfortunately, but my dad's still here. So I take care of the investments on that side. I think it's vitally important that men, women, it doesn't matter, that you need to get involved in your own planning and you need to get education. And that's what we try to do here in our office. When you come in and we go through that simplicity process, we're going to educate you uh, more and more and more as you go through it to how investments work, how it fits in your portfolio, those types of things. So I think that if you're sitting in that chair, get more involved because this is going to be your retirement. Uh, nobody's going to fix it for you. You have to take the first step. Don't procrastinate you know, and, and take that first step and get some help. It's a great point, Kevin. And again, 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. You know, Kevin works with, uh, you know, all walks of life, right? So if you are a widow or divorced or still a happily married couple, um, the planning process is different for each of you, depending on that stage of life. Remember, the plan is always going to be unique, but the sound strategies that kind of back all of these plans uh, will certainly apply to uh, your situation. So don't hesitate to reach out if you've got any questions. All right, so we'll broaden out from there, Kevin to another stat here 76 percent of baby boomers 76 percent aren't confident they've saved enough for retirement well that's a pretty shocking stat given how many baby boomers are retiring each and every day there's a lot of baby boomers i forget how many but there's like ten thousand a day are retiring or something yeah, like that yeah, and some, it seems like a very like random kind of like how they come up with that stat but right yeah but I would say that's that's probably closer to the truth than that. When people come into our office, they sit down, and one of the first questions I'm going to ask you is, what brought you in today? And most of the time it's going to be, well, I want to see if I have enough to get to retirement. 
So most people aren't to the point where they believe they're there. They're just looking for some, you know, some confidence and some reassurance or some planning techniques to make sure that they can get to and through retirement. So when we're looking at people like that, that's where that simplicity process comes in. And we can sit down, we can educate you along the way. We can show you how if your investments are working to get you to retirement or maybe you need to tweak something for retirement. But when you leave the office, I would say, like I said before, nine out of 10 times people are more happier when they leave the office than when they walked in because you can see the stress you know, leaving their shoulders. You can see all the things that they're afraid when they first walked in the door, relieving most of those beliefs and then getting them in to the point where they can get to retirement and getting them through retirement. That's a great point, Kevin, and uh, why that's such an important stat. We want that number to decrease. We want uh, that number to be much smaller in terms of how many people aren't confident about their retirement. All right, here's another good one, Kevin. This one has to do more with housing, but certainly that's a big piece of anybody's retirement puzzle. Nearly one-third of all homeowners of retiring age still have mortgage debt. And I know a lot of people want to be debt-free when they hit retirement, so that sounds like a bit of a concerning stat. Well, that is because most people, uh, when they come in, I would say in the top five, I want to pay my mortgage off before I get before I retire. Because let's just say your mortgage is a thousand dollars a month. That's twelve thousand dollars extra we have to plan for in the income side uh, when you retire. Remember, when you stop working, your paycheck stops. So we have to take your paychecks from whatever you save. So if that mortgage is a big part of it, a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars a month, whatever it is. We should probably look at that, and most of the time when you come in my office, if you if we have enough time, we're out two, three, four, five years, we're gonna put a plan together to help you pay that mortgage off before you get into retirement, because that's just less of a stress that we're putting on what you've saved going into retirement. So if we we can save $1,000 a month in that mortgage, like I said earlier, that's a, that's a big stress reliever in your portfolio. So I would say that's probably pretty close to nearly a third of people we come in still have some sort of mortgage. The majority of people are, you know, at the at the end of the mortgage, maybe four or five years, maybe a little bit longer to go. But some of the people, you know, just, um, you know, maybe 10 or 15 years. And that's, that's another obstacle we have to overcome. So that's putting more stress in your portfolio because we have to have more income to just to pay that mortgage. That's a good point too, Kevin. So be aware of debt in retirement, understanding the different types of it. That should be part of any conversation you're having with an advisor. If you're meeting with a financial advisor and talking about retirement and they're not addressing things like debt and expenses and just focusing on the market or products and those things, little red flag and uh, this statistic highlights that a little bit. All right, Kevin, I got another good stat for you here. This one is about uh, losing sleep. And 56% of Americans say they lose sleep when they think about retirement. And again, mm-hmm. another stat that just kind of makes you makes you sad a little bit, right? It does make you sad. So why do you think there's 56% of Americans lose sleep, Walter? I would say it's very much related to what you said earlier. And that was that, you know, there's so many people who the number one question for them is, you know, when can I retire or when do I know that I have enough to retire? Right. So I would say it's related to that, like just not knowing if they're going to have enough to retire or maybe they're in retirement and they're thinking about, oh, no, I've already retired and I don't know if I have enough to get me through retirement. So it's probably just uh, enough. Do I have enough must be the central question. So I'm going to I'm going to see if you've been listening for five years, you've been doing this program. What's the number one thing they're missing? A plan. 
I planned. Oh, exactly. You'd right? have been really disappointed if I, didn't <laughs> I get would that have been. <laughs> I, I would have had to come and give you a demerit or something. <laughs> demerit. Yes. <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> so the reason people are losing sleep is because they don't know, right? They're going into the unknown without knowing the answer. Don't do that. If that is you, you know, get a plan. Understand it. Get the education that you need. Don't wing it. For crying out loud, don't wing it, please. Because we have had people who've come into the office and they've retired. And then when we sit down and we do the plan, you know, I'm sorry, but maybe you got to work part-time someplace or, you know, it's not going to work out the way you thought. Get in front of this train coming down the railroad tracks. You can see the light coming down the railroad tracks. Get out of the way of that thing. And how do you do it? You start the planning process. It's very simple. It's not hard. It takes a few hours out of your lifetime. So if you can take maybe, you know, a few hours out of your day, to make sure that all of those hours in retirement are going to be enjoyable, do it. Don't procrastinate. We talk about procrastinations all the time. Quit losing sleep. Get the answers. Remember, let's let let's not assume that you're going to be okay. Let's solve it so you are okay. Don't go down that road. That's a good point. And go ahead and give Kevin that call if you have questions and want to stop losing sleep at night. You want to be part of that baby boomer uh, group that is confident they're going to have saved enough for retirement. A lot of those major questions, almost all of them, are cleared up through just going through the planning process with someone who's qualified like Kevin Ray. He is your financial coach serving the Tri-City area at Insight Folios. You can find him in the office there in Pinconning or online at insightfolios.com. But the most direct Direct way to get in touch and to just simply say, Kevin, I need to get one of those plans in place so I can stop losing sleep worrying about retirement. Well, the number to call is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. It's an easy conversation to begin. The hardest part's just picking up the phone making the call. But once you get into conversation with Kevin, he'll help lay out what you need, what you need to know, and what to do moving forward. Again, call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Still more to come on today's show, so stay tuned. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Thanks for joining us today on Simply Financial. It's time to get to to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on the program. And uh, we ask a funny question each week just to get some a uh, little bit of uh, a hint at Kevin's personality away from all the financial talk. And so quick question for you this week, Kevin, is what's the most ridiculous outfit you've ever worn? <laughs> well, I'm going to date myself now, Walter. I'm going to go back to when I was in high school. That was the 1970s. Okay. Back then, platform shoes were in style. I'm, I'm not talking, you know, little heels. I'm talking okay. big heels, right? Bell bottoms, plaid, and flowery shirts. And and you rocked that? You were rolling I, around in that? I don't know if I rocked it, but I rolled around <laughs> in it. <laughs> I have a picture. It's in me. If you're going to my dad's house right now, my oh, graduation picture's up there. With this I need you to take a picture flow. of that and send it to me. I will. The flowery shirt. And then, you know, of course, you can't see the bell bottoms underneath, but uh, the longer hair. Hey, you the know, flowery shirt will do it. That's, uh, well, that's yeah. all we need. Yeah. Oh I, th- I, I thought it was part Hawaiian or something at the time, I think. But. But can you imagine this, you know, the shirt with all the flowers on, and then you got plaid pants on, and then you got platform shoes on. I got to say that was kind of ridiculous, but at the time, you thought you were rocking it. But as you look back, I wasn't rocking anything. Oh, man, that is too funny. I love it. Ridiculous outfit. That hits, the, that hits it right there. That's it, yes. Ooh, so uh, now this may be cheating because I'm going to pick Halloween, 
but it was ridiculous for a particular reason, not just because it was Halloween. So uh, in, in one of my not-so-in-good-shape years, um, Connie and I went out to—I I didn't want to go, but Connie wanted to go out and do some Halloween stuff. And uh, like we'd go, this was when we were still lived in a college town. And so everybody would go to the main street in college town and walk up and down the street and look at other people dressed up as stuff. So we went to the store like the night of Halloween to try and find something because, yeah, I'm not going to prepare ahead of time for something like that. And the only thing that we could really find that would work was a Batman suit. But it was one of these Batman suits that had all the muscles built into it, so it was all ripped and everything. <laughs> but it was about two sizes too small. So it looked really ripped. So I looked really ripped, but also very form-fitting to my not-so-in-shape body. And so I just kept rolling around Franklin Street going, no, 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 fat man. But I will tell you what, I was a hit for some reason with all the kids. And all these random kids who were coming up to me all night long wanting pictures of me, maybe because I was just Batman in their eyes. Maybe it was because I was Fat Man in their eyes. I don't know. <laughs> but I must be in the photo albums of dozens and dozens and dozens of families from that night because it, like kids were just freaking out when they saw me. So I don't know. But I, it was a pretty ridiculous thing that I was like, why am I doing this? I need to get out of here. <laughs> the, the things we do and look back on, yes. Exactly. The yeah. things we do for love, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Most ridiculous outfits. Good stories. I think your flower one, though, takes the cake. I did not see that coming. <laughs> and definitely need a picture of that. Uh, more coming up, folks. We'll try to answer one of your questions before we wrap up for the week. We'll open up the mailbag next. Have you ever felt like your financial advisor was treating you like a cog in the machine? You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. That's not how it should be done. You should be working with a financial professional who will take the time to learn about your retirement goals and who will help you plan around your unique financial situation. Every retirement is different. Be sure to get the individual help that you deserve so that you can craft a retirement plan that's specific to your wants and needs. Call Kevin Ray and the team at Insight Folios at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Time to open up the mailbag, answer one of our listener questions before we end the show this week. And this one comes to us from Jim. And Jim says, Kevin, I am getting pretty close to retirement. Don't know exactly when I can retire, but I've been looking at the market really for the first time in my life. And now I'm concerned because it seems like it's gone up a decent amount lately and now I'm wondering, what if it crashes? What should I do? Will I lose everything and not be able to retire? I guess I just don't know what step to take next to figure out how to cure all of this anxiety. So, Jim, it sounds like you're in that 56% of Americans who lose sleep. Yeah, sound, sound like we covered you, that Walter? stat earlier today, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. yeah. So, so, Jim, if that's you, I think what you're missing is the plan. Because you don't know. That's the unknown like we had talked about. It's the fear about getting into retirement. It's the fear about the markets. It's the fear about all of the things that can go wrong to prevent you from retiring. So instead of letting that fear getting in your way, why don't you grasp it by the neck, shake it, come on in and we'll build that plan and we'll, we'll see if we can't banish that fear from you. Because you're right, if the market goes down 
and it may affect your portfolio, it may affect you working longer. We don't know until we figure it out. But what if we could reposition assets so we take care of your income first, and then we look at growth second, and then we look at you know legacy third. And what if we can solve all of those things instead of assume in one easy step called the simplicity plan, and then we have you come in for, take like I said earlier, take a few hours out of your life to enjoy all the hours into retirement. So, Jim, don't go down there. Don't get in that percentage of 56% of Americans that lose sleep when they're thinking about their retirement. Take that your, your retirement by the neck, shake it, and then shake the fear out of it. Come on in, and I'd be happy to sit down with you and go through that process and get you back to where you know that you can retire. Let's not guess. Let's figure it out. Yeah, that's a great point. Thank you for the question, Jim. You hit the nail on the head. And I think you, Kevin, kind of encapsulated this entire show as just maybe maybe a tagline or just a way to summarize everything. And it was solve, don't assume. And that, yes. that, that's really, there's a lot of assumptions people make about their retirement. And that resonated in all the different questions and stats and things that we talked about today. And all we need to do is just solve instead of assume. And you'll be in a much better position when it comes to understanding your retirement. So great tips across the board there. Thank you, Kevin, for guiding us through all of this today. If you've got questions for Kevin, one more time, don't hesitate to reach out. The number to contact Kevin is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You'll likely get a voicemail when you call in and just leave us a quick message, a note uh, of the best way to get in contact with you. And if you have a question, you can even leave that on the voicemail to give us an idea of you know what you're interested in or wondering about. And then the sensational Stacy or Kevin will follow up with you, set up that time to chat a little bit more in depth and start the process from there. So again, no cost, no obligation to call in and have a conversation. Uh, just pick up the phone and dial up 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, thanks for the help this week. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend and uh, we'll chat again soon. We'll talk to you next week, Walter. That sounds good. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.